Hey guys, it's me Dami, and you are listening to Moisturize Your Elbows. This podcast is your one-stop shop for all my unsolicited advice and opinions. So sit back, relax, moisturize your elbows, and let's get into it. So welcome to my first episode. It's your girl Dami, and I'm here with my first episode of Moisturize Your Elbows. The sun is shining. I am well hydrated and moisturized. I'm armed with a new microphone and I have access to the internet. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) I've been wanting to start a podcast for the longest time, but I didn't know where to start, so I just kept putting it off. But if not now, then when? If not me, then who? And I don't want to be 80 years old and just looking back at my life and I'm like, oh, I wish I had started that podcast. So here we are. So I guess a good way to start is to talk about myself a little bit. So my name is Dami. I am 24. I live in London and I am a trainee solicitor working in corporate law. Introductions say a lot, don't they? I always find it interesting to see how people introduce themselves and what they choose to focus on. For example, in my introduction, I said my name was Dami, so fair enough, I said my name. I said I was 24, so clearly I thought my age was important for you guys to know. I mentioned that I live in London, so I obviously presumed geographical location was important and then I told you guys I was a trainee solicitor so I told you my job and it's interesting what I chose to focus on and I always like to consider what other people focus on in their introductions for example I recently met this guy he was a friend of a friend and I'd literally never met him before and when he introduced himself to me he said three things he told me his name was Adam He told me he worked in retail and then he told me that he manages 21 stores across London. And I don't know why, but this introduction amused me so much. I found it so funny that this was a man that I never met before. However, literally the third thing that he thought it was important for me to know about him was that he manages 21 stores. And when I reflect on this, It kind of just shows where he derives his importance and where he derives his identity. Clearly managing 21 stores is important for him. And it's kind of become a bit of a joke with me and my flatmates. And we refer to him as the 21 stores guy. But it does make sense why he thought that was important to mention. I guess that's why I said I work in corporate law. And when introducing yourself... Answering with your title and company has become the norm. When you introduce yourself, you say teacher, shopkeeper, nurse, accountant or any other job title. You tend to say what you do. And when people ask you, what do you do? What they really are asking is what is your job? And I really I recently found myself in this situation when I was asked what I did, I, as I'm sure will feature in further podcasts, I have started dating. Ooh, drama, drama, drama. But um, anyway, um, I was on the first date and he asked me, what do you do? 
and I was being a bit facetious. So I said, oh, well, pr- before coronavirus, I love to travel a lot. I, um, I dance, I go to the theatre on any occasion I can get. And he kind of looked at me like I was, like I was crazy and he was a bit confused. And he was like, oh, um, so you just do whatever you want. And I was like, what you really meant to ask is what, am I, what is my job? What is my job? What do you do? I do several things. I do lots of things. But I guess what he wanted to know was what I did for employment. And I get why it was important for him to know what I did, because that is what you spend the majority of your life doing. But why do we do this? And in doing so, are we failing to take into consideration the nuances of our whole selves? And this is a topic I thought about a lot. Humans, we we seek all these external validations. When I was younger, I guess it was to do with my grades. I know how important I thought every single grade I got was. I remember my SATs. I remember my GCSEs. Now they just seem like the most irrelevant thing um ever um but I guess it depends on the phase in your life but that's where I derive my validation from and as I've gotten older it's not necessarily my grades anymore I can't really remember the last time anyone asked me for my grades actually I was recently asked my grades and I thought it was the oddest situation I was like it was I can't remember the last time anyone asked me for my grades and as I've gotten older um what I've become more focused on is is my career I guess and because it's what I spend a lot of my time doing this has had a huge impact on my identity and and how I see myself and how I feel validated but when you focus so much on your job there is a tendency that you're just missing out on a massive opportunity to get to know another person and for them to get to know you for who you really are. Repeat after me, you are not just your job. (laughs) You are not just your job. And if I go back to that date I was telling you about when he asked me what my job was, it's it's quite interesting how the, the later conversation then went into like a half hour conversation about my job. And whilst I like I said, I do spend the majority of my life at work, but that's not the most interesting thing about me. There's so much more to me than my job, but there's so much more to all of us than our job. And because there was such a focus on work in the day and just in general life, you sometimes forget to get to know the individual for who they really are. And I'd actually go so far in saying that when people ask me what I do and I tell them I'm a trainee solicitor or that I work in corporate law, I can often feel them mentally categorizing me into a certain type of person. It's usually discreet through a change in tone of voice or um, like a knowing nod, but it's there. It's kind of like a, aha, you're a lawyer, so you must be this kind of person. It's like through my job title, they suddenly know so much about me. And I can see this in other people as well. Sometimes when they say their job, it it embodies what they think they are, that I'm a scientist or I'm a doctor or I look after kids or 
or whatever and it just it becomes such a defining feature of who you are but I think rightly or wrongly I think sometimes it's really important for us to take a step back and really consider who are you and what do you want people to know about you many people don't know who they are outside of their job and this is something that I worry about for myself the I've been working for about a year a year and a half now and I think I probably knew more about myself a year and a half ago before I started working than now that I feel more comfortable in my job it becomes a bigger part of who I am and I think I was probably more confident in in my identity before it became so entrenched in a job and I think coronavirus has really brought this to the forefront of a lot of people's minds because many people lost their jobs or were furloughed it was very very sad and of course economically this must have been very hard for people but I also think psychologically in terms of identity this must have been just as bad because we define ourselves so closely to our job so when you lose that job it must cause such anxiety and stress and throughout coronavirus every single day I I would be so thankful that I still had a job and 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 being thankful is always an important thing but when it comes to the situation that sometimes things happen you do lose your job or sometimes you realize you hate your job and if your identity is so entrenched in that it can lead to depression anxiety or even an existential crisis however the issue of identity spans far wider than the way we link it to our jobs identity can also be problematic when we link it to other people or to transient things i have seen this issue time and time again for example when people graduate from university or I've also seen it in some of my older friends and family when they get married or they have kids, or even when people's financial situations changes. If your identity is based on something transient, such as other people, what you do or what you wear or what you have, then it it can become problematic and can really affect your identity and self-worth when those things change or are put under pressure. For example, if you're the kind of person whose identity is all about having the latest gadget, whilst I'm not judging you for the desire for material things because some days treat yourself, what happens if you can no longer afford the latest iPhone or the fanciest designer clothes? Or what if your identity is all about being really intelligent? Then how will you handle a bad grade or being in a situation where you're not the smartest person in the room? Or what if you see yourself as someone who's really good at playing a particular instrument or a sport and that's how you get your validation? What if you're no longer good at it anymore? Or what if something happens and you cannot play? Likewise, if your whole identity is being a mother or a father, how will you feel when your children move out? Or if you see yourself as someone's girlfriend or wife, what will you do if you break up? or something tears you apart or if your identity is all about your physical appearance and looks what happens when you get old or when beauty standards change as we know they do 
this may seem like I'm being pessimistic or even morbid and looking at the worst case scenarios. However, it's apparent that many of the things that we use to formulate our identity and in turn get validation from are not always the best. So what sounded like a simple introduction is actually really loaded because it goes down to the core truth of who are you? So I think going forward, it's going to become even more important to reconceptualize how and what we use to perceive ourselves. So I'm not going to end this here. I'm not going to say you guys go off and figure it out. I'm going to try and give a few tools that have helped me in better understanding my identity. So first things first, I think it's important to try and map out your values and key characteristics. This could literally just be sitting down, getting a piece of paper, drawing a wheel, writing down what you think your key values and characteristics are. What are the unchangeable things that make you who you are? Yes, our values can and they should change. I still think values and characteristics are a better way to formulate our identity because they go down to the root of who we are when we're by ourselves. When you are by yourself in the dark, in your room, when no one's around, who are you? Focusing on your values can be such a freeing process, especially when you realise you are more than a sum of each individual transient thing. For me, understanding that I'm more than my job has been so liberating and has made me truly confident in who I am. And extending that premise in all aspects of my life is something that I really want to do because I think it will be important. So take the time to really think about what lies at the core of who you are. If everything else was removed, what would you be like? What do you stand for? How do you see yourself and how do you want to be seen? Often when people meet me, we we talk about my job, like I mentioned, and I do the same thing too. I still ask people what they do. And it's usually my first question. I know trying to find out about a person's values during a first interaction is a big ask. It can be a bit weird and it's not always appropriate on depending on the context. You can't really delve into the depths of who someone is and it is just small talk. Um, it's not everyday elevator conversations. You're going into the, the depths of someone's core identity. However, in the future, why not try to reframe your thinking and make the idea of values more central? That is a better way of finding out who people truly are. For example, I still ask people what their job is. Like I said, for most people, that's what you spend the majority of your life doing. So it is important. But I try to do so as a stepping stone to find out what is on the inside. For example, what are people's hopes and dreams and journeys so far? Likewise, I know identifying your core values is not an easy task. However, in trying to focus on your own values rather than transient things, you're much more likely to understand and be better secure in your identity, which in turn will make you more likely to make better decisions and be content with your life. So number one top tip is to map out your values and characteristics. And then second of all, I would say people should try and develop a 
better work-life balance. And I know, I know, don't turn this off. It's been said before and I know it's easier said than done. And I will be the first person to put my hand up and say that I rarely get it right. But this is still something you should try to do. And working out a strategy that works for you will be important. For example, do you need to get better at delegating, better at saying no to things, asking help for when it's needed? And at the end of the day, I can't come and kill myself. I cannot kill myself. So developing a better work-life balance is imperative. And this links back to identity because it makes you realize that the life part of work-life balance is important. So you won't keep focusing on your job in the same way as you did if you didn't have the same focus on work-life balance. And my last tip would be to figure out your why. Life can be really hard sometimes. There's some days I spend a crazy amount of hours in the office and other days that I cancel plans because something urgent has come up. And I'm sure many of these feelings many of you can relate to. It may not be the same, but it's definitely, there is definitely a pressure to be to be working all the time. Whether it's taking an extra shift at Tesco, whether it's having a side hustle, there is an increasing pressure to always be working to always be having multiple income streams. And I know that can be a positive thing. However, when there's such a focus on work and people don't want to just relax for a second, this can be really difficult and have an adverse impact on your identity. So take some time to figure out what your why is. How did you get to where you are now? Why did you make these choices? What is the bigger picture? What are your priorities? And then keep checking in with yourself and use this to inform your decisions. What you place importance on and what you spend your time doing. This will help you feel more like the protagonist in your life rather than the side character. And we all know we all want to feel like a main character. So these are my top tips on identity. And let's go back to the introduction. I am Dami. I'm lots of things. My values are I care about other people. I value time. I value maintaining my energy. It's difficult in an introduction for you to know everything there is about me. However, if you keep listening to Moisturize Your Elbows, I'm sure that will be a good way to start. So this brings us to the end of the first episode of Moisturize Your Elbows. Thank you all so much for listening to the first episode and thank you for sticking with me. Tune in next week for more unsolicited advice and opinions. Don't forget to follow this podcast so you'll never miss an episode. I will be posting once a week. Next week, we'll be delving into the topic of freedom of speech and cancel culture. It's going to be a good one and it's not one to be missed. But until then, don't forget to moisturise your elbows.